New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today I'm hosting Paul Winter, saxophonist, composer, and band leader. He's a pioneer of world music and earth music and creator of 50 albums, including seven Grammy winners. I'm speaking with Paul at his home by remote connection. Paul, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you. It's a privilege to be with you. It's an honor to have you. Paul, you recently turned 80 and are continuing to inspire us as you steadfastly pursue your musical journey and share that with with us. What keeps you going? I would have to say that the music has kept me going for most of the years I've lived, and it still thrills me uh, to to make music, to hear great music, and to, to get to share it with people. In recent years, I've had the tremendous uh, privilege of having two daughters, and they keep my spirit young. We're great friends. I don't feel much of a generation gap. One's 15 and one's 23, and we do a lot of things together. They've traveled the world with me. My older daughter does all of our marketing and is the CEO of our big solstice events in New York, and our younger daughter dances, does her step dancing in the winter solstice shows. So. Well, I thought I used to have some pretty good adventures around the world. Nothing comes close to the adventure of having kids. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. I love this, that you have these young people in your life, that you're rubbing elbows with them and traveling the world. This is just wonderful, and I know that it's an inspiration. One of the things that you're noted for in many of your albums is how you incorporate other-than-human voices, wolf sounds, sounds of the whale, bird sounds, sounds of streams and water and wind. I mean, it brings us into the fullness of our living, vibrant, diverse community beyond humans. And I I just want to thank you for that and ask you if you could share with us some of the inspiration that took you to including this in your music. Well, we make music about our world and about the people and the places that we love. And it happens that I've lived in nature most of my life, and that's my domain. And when you go to places that are thrilling and beguiling. I mean, often people want to take photos, that you want to take something of that home. And photos are great, but they don't quite bring back the experience of having been there as much as something in the aural dimension. And I think it's just because of the different ways that our faculties are experienced. The visual faculty, which dominates our living, is constantly wanting something new all the time. The aural faculty has deeper memory. For example, if you love a piece of music, you can hear it many, many times and not tire of it. Whereas 
even the most beautiful picture book or a National Geographic magazine, you look at it once and it goes on the shelf. And we read so much that uh, we're bombarded with, with words and visual images. And I don't think we remember a great deal of that. It's not that one faculty is or one medium is better than another. It's just a different kind of thing. So I've always imagined creating something in music about places where I've been that might, at least for me, bring back some visceral experience, some memory of the, of, of the way I experienced it being there. That's been uh, great fun to try to transmute that. One of the influences on your music was the time that you spent in Brazil, and you heard something different from what you were doing at the time, and you brought it back, and it imprinted you in some way. Can you talk about that imprinting? Well, when I went to Brazil with my jazz sextet in the 60s, uh, we heard bossa nova music for the first time. It was just at the time when that genre was blossoming. Uh, 1962. And I was touched by this music. It was very different than anything I had known. And it drew me to want to spend time there in Brazil. I went back and lived there for a year in the mid-60s. And uh, I loved the culture, the people, the diversity, many parallels with our country, and yet things that, that, that are different enough to make it really a refreshing contrast. So that was kind of the, what opened the door for me to how rich this world is. That's one of the many, many gifts that music has given me. For sure, for sure. You know, I know that you have been performing for many decades now these quarterly concerts. They've been mostly done, I think, in the Cathedral of St. John the Divine in New York City, which is just a wonderful acoustical sonic temple. But lately, in 2020, you've had to do them virtually. And I know I, I watched uh, and listened to the one that you did on the summer solstice of this year. And at the very end of it, it was just this piece. Maybe one of your daughters put it together, but it was of two horses running around a pasture and it just my being a horsewoman myself it just did my heart so great to hear the music and then to see nature in its fullness you know an exuberant nature so can you say something about these concerts and and the one coming up is the winter solstice that right. people can tune in to I've been very fortunate to to have a barn here that I found in 1974 to use as a studio. And it has a beautiful loft with a 30-foot ceiling. It's in a kind of a cathedral-esque gambrel structure in the vaulting. And I never imagined doing concerts there. But when the cathedral was closed in March, it was clear we weren't going to be able to do our summer solstice there. And we weren't sure when it might open. And so we decided to do it in the barn. And my daughter, who had had experience doing a live stream video of our last winter solstice in the cathedral last December, got together a video and audio team. So we had great fun doing it right here at home with some local musicians who were wonderful. So we didn't have to have people travel very far. And as it happened, a friend of ours had a drone camera. And uh, we have these two rescue horses that my daughter found up for adoption a few years ago 
in upstate New York. They were failed racehorses. And so she brought them home and has been taking care of them ever since. And they uh, go through a, a path and through the woods to a field where they're free to run. And he got on drone camera then galloping through the woods and exploding into the field and racing around it a couple of times. It was thrilling footage, so we intercut that into the live stream. Oh, it was just perfect to see them running around and to hear your marvelous music and how you were pioneer in combining these sounds of wolves and whales and even insects and wind and rivers in your music. Are you planning to continue with that in the future? The Solstice concerts will keep doing as long as I can blow. This year, our 41st Winter Solstice celebration will be from the barn again on uh, December 19th. And we will have information about that on our website, which is paulwinter.com. I think that you may be featuring some new music in that concert, right? The new piece is called Sunchild, really inspired by my daughters, but thinking also in the sense that the whole earth is the child of the sun. We are all children of the sun. And I've really been fascinated with how the light of the sun inspires us. It's the source of our life. And uh, I think the source maybe of our salvation, if we can resonate with the miracle of how that light has been transmuted into life on earth in all its forms. Thank you. And that reminds me that people can tune in to your brand new album, which is called Light of the Sun, so people can actually get that album now. So, Paul, I just want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. You're very, very welcome. It's been a great pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I've been speaking with Paul Winter, saxophonist, composer, band leader, and pioneer in world music and earth music. And if you want to learn more about his work, you can go to his website, paulwinter.com. Sign up for the Winter Solstice Celebration right there on the website. It'll be free. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms, and I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe. I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.